Hi everyone! Welcome back to Reader's Table, the podcast where two story lovers talk about books, movies, and stories of any kind. I'm Priscilla, and I'm Nick. And in today's episode, we're gonna talk about the Wim Hof method by Wim Hof. Stay up to date and join the community on Instagram at Reader's Table. If you want to support us and are looking for exclusive content, use our Patreon link in the description. Brand Readers Table and its podcast hosts Nick and Priscilla are not affiliated with the Wim Hof method or Wim Hof himself. Our aim is to purely talk about this book and the method out of self-interest and give testimony to our own experience with it. Please do not practice the breathing exercise while swimming, driving, while operating machines or under any circumstance that would be dangerous should you fall unconscious. The Wim Hof breathing exercise may induce a state of hypoxia that can cause someone to lose consciousness. It is therefore imperative to only practice it while sitting or lying down in a safe environment. We also recommend doing it with someone else present or near you. We advise against practicing the Wim Hof method if you are dealing with any of the following diseases or illnesses. Coronary heart disease like angina pectoris or stable angina cold urticaria, epilepsy, kidney failure, Raynaud's disease type 2, high blood pressure in case of prescription medication, a history of serious health issues like heart failure or strokes, or shortly after an operation. If you suffer from migraines, we urge you to be cautious about taking ice baths. And now on with the episode. All right, let's jump right into the episode. Today we're going to talk about another non-fiction book, and it's called The Wim Hof Method, as you've heard in the introduction. And I got introduced to him in one of the Goop um, Netflix episodes, like Mm -hmm. I think the first season, and there they showed um, what he does. But you know, it's an overview, and they didn't discuss it in detail. And now I'm excited to learn more about your experience with the book, but also um, about your experience from the Wim Hof method workshop that you once did mm-hmm. because you did one and <clears throat> yeah, you, you told a lot of good things. So why don't you take it away from here? Who is Wim Hof? What does he do? Mm-hmm. And why did you choose him? So Wim Hof is a man that lives in the <laughs> Netherlands. He's, he's Dutch and he is quite extraordinary in the sense that he has done many many world records one might say well we're world records you know what do these mean some of them are silly but he has done some extreme stuff under extreme conditions like you know going up mount kilimanjaro and the others um just in shorts he's killing it yeah um doing a marathon in the desert without water um standing in an ice box for extended periods of time like hours without his core temperature body temperature dropping things like that and one might think okay he's an he's a you know performance artist or an athlete or something like that and he advocates that he's not um he is able to do these things because he trained in a certain method and he is believing and also showing in this book a scientific proof that anyone can achieve this now obviously there might be limits to how much you train this method the more you train it the better you get but 
you know, it's backed by science. Really, anyone can achieve this. Anyone can do this. And he has winter camps that he does in Poland, I think each year, where they go up a mountain and they go up there in shorts. That's like the the thing. And <laughs> and all, all the time, everybody is able to do it. And most people have no are not athletes. They don't have mountaineering experience. They are really cold. And then they go up there and they they can do it. So it shows that really the method is for everyone and everyone can do it. And there's no discrimination in terms of um, gender or in terms of if you're an athlete or not. That doesn't matter. Obviously, as stated in the disclaimer, and I would like to just say it again, if you have any of the aforementioned diseases or illnesses, please be careful. Don't do the breathing exercise specifically or the, and or the ice baths. And so, maybe also consult your doctor if yeah. you are allowed to do this. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the safest way to go, for sure. So anyways, so Wim Hof, he is, um, I think, in his 60s. He's still very fit, and he does his method and, and trains and shares this in this book, which came out in 2020. What is this method? Maybe you have to backtrack a little bit. What is the book about, etc. So the book essentially is about him as a human being, what his life was in, in some stages. It's not an autobiography, but we get to know him and how he got to the method, essentially, um, and how he developed it himself. And then we also get to know about the method himself, which is consisting of three pillars, the cold, the breath, and the mindset. And they are introduced in the book in this order. So first he talks about the cold, and then the breath, the breathing exercise, and then the mindset. In that way, each pillar of his method has a chapter dedicated to the techniques to you know how he got there to the science backing it and he explains the techniques and gives exercises for you to try um we also learn a bit you know more about what drives him as a person to to do this um, first and foremost and to share it and, and and also about the science after that in the book we also get to hear a bit about his method connected to health issues so people with diseases people with for example he gives examples of arthritis that people with arthritis that were able to battle it and reverse the effects of arthritis um multiple sclerosis people with that one that were, that were able to reverse some of the symptoms and, and able to live normally he also talks about in other chapters about performance you know if you're an athlete if you're into sports there is a UFC fighter, really well-known one, um, Alistair Overeem. He's from the Netherlands, and he credits the Wim Hof method um, for his extra conditioning because he's Dutch and he trained with Wim Hof. Uh, is there also someone else that, because I don't know that person? Uh, there might be. Mm -hmm. it, it's specifically him okay. in the book because he's really like mm -hmm. a star in the UFC fighting, you know. For anyone that doesn't ultimate know fighting. UFC... Yes, yeah, Ultimate Fighting Championship. It's the MMA mixed martial artist. It's kind of like, if you've never seen it, you might have heard of it. It's like boxing, but you're able to do everything. You're able to grapple, you're able to knee, you're able to elbow. Yeah, it's bloody. Yeah, it seems like it. And the guy said in the book, for example, that, you know, thanks to the method, he was after the fight, after one of his most um, intense fights where he had to fight for a title, um, he did not even feel exhausted. That's, That's just... Impressive. Yeah. So how did I even get to this book, mm -hmm. right? So in, in March this year, March 2022, I went to a workshop. Wim Hof is 
uh, now having his own website. We link to it in the description. Please go mm -hmm. check it out. And you can basically find instructors that uh, give uh, workshops in you know Europe, in the USA, in Asia, I think as well. Like they're all over the world. Mm -hmm. But but how did you get? I mean, that's not mm -hmm. something you just come up with all of yeah. a sudden. Okay, now. Well, I'd gonna... heard of I'd heard of Wim and his method before through I don't even know what. I'm mm -hmm. sure my brother talked about it a bunch because my brother's into that sort of stuff, and mm -hmm. I'm sure I've seen it on YouTube maybe once or twice in other videos or other people that have talked about him. But I wasn't really sure who he is or what exactly he does. I just knew that he does ice baths, and that that's basically it. I didn't really know why or what that means. And then one of my friends and uh, my brother gifted me this for my birthday. They said, here's your birthday gift. We're going to take an ice bath. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, and, and I did. And I have to say, I have to be honest, I was very nervous uh, going there to the workshop because I, first of all, I didn't know anything. And when we went there, we saw the instructor who poured bags of ice into the water. And, and I'm like, is this for us later? And he's like, yeah, that's what you're going to go in at the end of the day uh, for two minutes. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And my friend was like, I don't know, my brother. We were all kind of like on the edge of, but we want to go in, but we hope we can at least say like 10 seconds. That's our goal. I was very nervous. I didn't even know if I wanted to do it um, halfway through the day, uh, hearing about the method and everything. But then being together with everybody, you know, the whole group of people, my friend, my brother, I just felt like I might as well just go for it and just do it because nothing can happen. The instructor is there, you know, just try it. And I was surprised. I surprised myself. I didn't think I could do it. And it was very cold, but mm -hmm. I it was like two degrees Celsius, the water. So I just go in and... It's very cold. Yeah, you just, you just forget uh, about everything. And it's really... Uh, it, it clen cleanses you in a way, you know, it's like, um, it's like an equalizer, you know, everybody's equal in the ice water. Like you forget all of your judgments, you forget all of your... Sounds so stoic. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's true, you know, like it's, your body is fighting for survival at this mm -hmm. point. It's not, it's not about, you're not thinking about, oh, what do I have to do tomorrow for work? It's all forgotten. You're just there in the moment. And that's really powerful and it helps you, it forces you into a state of mind that is very, very unique. I guess it's also powerful because nowadays we live in a world where a lot happens at time and, mm -hmm. and you just never get the opportunity to just zoom out. And, and I think the ice water, at least it, that's how I imagine it, really shocks you and really, like you said, takes mm -hmm. you into the moment. Yeah, it's it's just uh, nature, as, as Wim Hof says it himself in the book. Um, the force of nature is stronger than anyone's will and it just puts you puts you into your basic instincts you know so it's, it's a beautiful place to be because i didn't even know time in that moment and when i was being called out i was like what and i don't know how long i was in there for but it was definitely longer than 10 seconds so i was mm -hmm. proud um i think it was in there for maybe a minute maybe two minutes even mm -hmm. because uh, when he got me out i didn't even think about it i was just there first i really shivered you know i started to my muscles started to contract to keep myself warm and then i was able to relax and then i was just there my eyes closed half closed half open and then I just heard the instructor say once he guided my breathing and then he just said well uh, I think that's enough let's get out so that was my first experience and then after that I just wanted to know more so I got the book and that's why we're talking about it today so essentially like I said it's the three pillars the cold the breath and the mindset so what does that mean 
the cold essentially in the Wim Hof method means ice baths. Um, that's something you should try to do daily. And if you can, if you don't have access to ice baths, also it might be a bit harsh for some people to do ice baths if you're not used to the cold, cold showers also works. He recommends, or in the book essentially, it's like you do daily cold showers and you can do them right away or you can do them after your warm showers. So you do a normal shower and then afterwards you do a cold shower. In the cold shower, you can start just with your legs just for 10 seconds or your whole body 10 seconds. You do that for a whole week and then the second week you do 15 seconds. And the third week you do 25 seconds. And the fourth week you do a minute. We'll do that every day and he recommends doing that in the morning as well but if you can then the evening is also okay or whenever you take a shower the breathing is a breathing exercise which i'm going to explain but we're not going to do on the podcast like i said in the disclaimer it's not for us to teach this mm -hmm. but please give it a try i'm going to go into detail about what each of these mean all of these exercises so people can understand and it's not just like a bunch of hooey that i'm saying right because yeah. a lot of people are skeptical i am a skeptic myself and i was i'll, I'll get to that back later <laughs> um so the breathing use the two uh use the link in the description to try the breathing yourself do it in the morning before you eat anything that's how you get the most benefits out of it you're consciously hyperventilating 30 times so you're breathing in really strongly into the belly and into the chest and then you breathe out you just let go and you do that breathing quite quick quite fast like hyperventilation um, you'll see in the video in the description when you click on the link how quick it can be that's just the beginner pace but you can also do the normal pace and you do that for 30 to 40 times recommended is 30 and on the last breath you breathe out and you hold your breath you hold your breath for half a minute to a minute whatever feels comfortable Wim Hof says and I would like to say as well is that don't force it so as you're holding your breath after the 30th breath do not force it if you feel like you need to take another breath in 20 seconds but I guarantee you you'll be able to go to half a minute between half a minute and a minute for sure no problem and I'll explain why after that you take a recovery breath and in and you hold the breath after breathing in for 15 seconds and then you breathe out and that's one round and you do have three rounds and if you're new you can do one or two rounds but yeah just use the link in the description and really try it for yourself i have a quick question here mm -hmm. uh, i got a bit stuck on the number 30 breaths yes is there a reason why there's 30 like i don't know a yeah. scientific one there's a scientific reason okay and i'll i'll explain it okay. right now and then the second thing mm -hmm. just for our listeners i thought i couldn't do it i tried it and it worked and i'm not really like you're more far more sporty than I am and you oh. know you're a Viking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> used to the cold air and stuff. But it works, but really make sure you feel safe when you do it. Yeah. So when you do the breathing exercise, like I said in the disclaimer, do it right now. You know, pause the podcast, click on the link in the description, or type into YouTube Wim Hof breathing exercise. There's like this guided breathing exercise that he does. So what happens? Why the breathing exercise, right? I am a skeptical person by nature. I like to question things. Um, <laughs> most of all, I like to question myself a lot, which, you know, leads to a lot of self-doubt sometimes, which is not great. So people, if you are like that, trust me, it doesn't work sometimes. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things he says in the book is if you talk about this method, which we're doing right now, mm -hmm. 
it's important to let people know it's scientifically proven and it's currently being studied on in multiple scientific studies. So they're doing studies right now. They've been doing studies as of the writing of this book, and I'm sure there's some findings which I can Google after this podcast which I'm <laughs> interested in. But what what happens is you trigger with the breathing exercise, you voluntarily hyperventilate. What does that mean? Yes, what when, does that mean? <laughs> when we breathe and hold our breath, for example, you dive underwater, at a certain point, you feel like I have to breathe again, mm-hmm. and then you go up. Why does that happen? I always thought it's because of a lack of oxygen in my body, but it's actually not true. The lack of oxygen is also a trigger to breathe physiologically, right? Your body tells you, okay, there's not enough oxygen, you should breathe. But that trigger is a lot weaker than the other trigger, which is usually the case, which is a high amount of carbon dioxide in your blood. So too much air in my blood. Too much CO2. So mm-hmm. when you breathe in air, you don't just breathe in oxygen, right? There's other parts in the air. Mm-hmm. One of the things you breathe in and you process in your body is carbon dioxide. And carbon dioxide is toxic for our body. It's not good. It's what the plants breathe in and the plants breathe out oxygen. Mm-hmm. So carbon dioxide in your bloodstream needs to get out. So when I'm diving underwater, I'm holding my breath and my bloodstream is really high in carbon dioxide. That's the trigger it gives me. Hey. You need to get rid of that carbon dioxide that's toxic for your body. So please breathe. You need to filter the the carbon dioxide. But if I breathe and I need to breathe regularly, then I will always get the amount in again. So Yeah, yeah. but when you hold your breath, you don't. Mm. That's where it's different. So when I'm holding my breath normally right now, if I were to hold my breath, I probably wouldn't be able to do it very long, maybe a little bit longer Mm -hmm. because I've done the Wim Hof method. But when I'm doing the Wim Hof breathing exercise, when I'm hyperventilating for 30 breaths, what happens is I'm charging my body up with oxygen. The oxygen level in the body is already quite high. But when I'm hyperventilating, I'm charging my body with oxygen and I'm decreasing the carbon dioxide level because I'm breathing out a lot. So it's like the Actimel Werbung ad (laughs) (laughs) where like there's this drink and then the ad is you fight off. The bad stuff with vitamins. Yeah, so essentially you're just breathing out a lot. So when you breathe out a lot and breathe in a lot, your carbon dioxide level goes down, which is why you can hold your breath much longer after the Wim Hof breathing exercise because your trigger then doesn't come, hey, you have a lot of carbon dioxide, you need to get rid of the toxins. Are humans destined to breathe more or less by, by nature, you know, without like considering... Um, our bodies in this day and age naturally inclined to breathe less okay a lot of people think more because meditation you always breathe deep and stuff that has positive effects but it's actually more beneficial to breathe less or to breathe at a slower pace so who's healthier let's say like that a person that breathes 60 to 100 times per minute or a person that breathes only 10 to 20 times a minute who's healthier probably the second person because the first person is Probably breathing shallower. Yeah, so you're inclined to, by nature, if you're fit and if you are what your body is supposed to be, you're inclined to breathe less, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I would say that. Okay, makes sense. Okay, so what does that mean then? With the, I just explained the whole thing with the carbon dioxide. What effect does that have? Where is the positive effect? Mm-hmm. When we hold our breath after consciously hyperventilating, what happens is that our body realizes... And this is not a conscious effort. Like, our body just does this. 
it realizes there's not enough carbon, uh, there's not enough oxygen, and the balance is off, right? Oxygen is too much, carbon dioxide is very low, but there's not enough oxygen in the muscles, maybe. So we need to get the oxygen to the muscles, to all of our organs, via bloodstream. And now the bloodstream is cleared, and it's going to be able to fill, like our body's going to be able to fill itself with oxygen much quicker. So that's what it does. Um, there's other things that, that happen that I can't explain because I don't know the biochemistry behind it. And I think it's not that deeply explained in the book either, but you can look it up in the studies. So if you're very skeptical, please look it up. But essentially, two things have been proven undoubtedly. And the major thing with the breathing that has been proven undoubtedly is that it helps against inflammation. Essentially meaning we are able to suppress inflammatory processes in our body the science backs it up like they've done studies one of the things they've done is very interesting i just want to hone in on this quickly mm -hmm. but Please. to prove the anti-inflammatory process and you can really look this up and they've done it's not just a one-off study okay but essentially they have tested whim like this one scientist was interested in giving him a bacteria infection via uh spritze Injection. Uh, injection, yes. And they gave him the injection, and that it sounds like, well, why are they doing that? But they do this in, in disease control when they try to figure out if a, if something works or not, like a medication. Was it a specific disease? Like, do we yeah, know? Yeah, flu. Uh -huh. So okay. it's like flu-like bacteria. Okay. Uh, or bacteria that will trigger flu-like symptoms. Okay. And essentially what happens is you are being injected normally. You will get flu-like symptoms within a manner of hours or so. And then they'll die down in a matter of hours again. So it's really just to see how your body reacts. It's a test to injection. create also medicine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they gave him that. And he did this breathing exercise before and during and after. I'm not sure how exactly. But he did his breathing exercise. And through his breathing exercise, he was able to suppress the inflammatory response, which would lead to the flu-like symptoms in his body. What does that mean? He didn't show any symptoms. He was healthy. Oh, man. And then they were like, well... Maybe he is a genetic anomaly, right? There's people who have genetics that are just built different. So, and, and we must said, no, everybody can do this. Like I said in the beginning, give me uh, test subjects, whatever. And they're like, okay. And then you train them or whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll train them. They're like, okay, how long do you need? Six months, a year? He's like, no, uh, I do it in six days or so, he said. Mm -hmm. He was able to do it in four. How did they track that? You know, did, did they have to do tests every day to um, observe how the body... yeah there was a test group mm -hmm. so a control group that did nothing and that was injected and they all got sick they all got the symptoms and there was his group of people who i think for training they did the extreme training they went to the mountain in the snow and the shorts and all that stuff and with the breathing after four days they injected them with the bacteria and none of the test subjects showed any symptoms everybody was able to suppress the inflammatory responses within the body and suppress the flu-like symptoms but did they also do the breathing exercise mm -hmm. before it oh, yes. so they did the whole yeah. thing like, they did the whole did. protocol like when okay yes that's impressive like, it is I'm not gonna lie yeah that's where it gets interesting for me because yeah. now we're talking about things that facts yeah we're talking about scientific facts you know it's it's easy to dismiss somebody like wim hof on the basis of well first of all he might just be a genetic anomaly he has done this his whole life or he's just a guru you know it's just a mantra it's just a he's selling stuff it's cold it's not real but i urge you to just try the breathing exercise it's real you can do it 
And if you are not having one of the diseases or illnesses that I have stated, and you're safe to do it, and you still feel unsafe, you go and check it out with your medical or professional doctor, whatever. Always make sure you have someone beside yes. you if you do it. Yeah, and sit or lie down. Don't do it standing. Don't do it while driving or operating any machines. Don't do it while swimming. It could end fatally, okay? Because you could turn unconscious. Maybe I need to explain that too. Why can you fall unconscious? Hypoxia is the state that your brain has not enough oxygen. So when we do the breath hold and we don't need to breathe in because our trigger isn't physiologically triggering because our carbon dioxide level is low, our oxygen goes into our muscles and stuff and maybe away from the brain. So that's hypoxia. And then when it goes away from the brain, we can, we fall unconscious. Our brain shuts down. It's like, oh, we need to go to sleep uh, to protect ourselves, mm -hmm. right? It's a defense mechanism. Nothing happens. Like the people have gone unconscious doing this exercise on YouTube videos, doing the exercise with Wim because they went too far, which Wim, why Wim always says, don't force it. If you feel, and again, I need to reiterate this. If you feel uncomfortable at all during the exercise, and I mean, like you're in pain, you feel like you need to breathe again. Don't force it. Just do it. It's not a challenge. It's not like who can hold the breath the longest. It's an exercise you do for your own benefit. And if you feel uncomfortable, discomfort, you need to stop it for a second and then maybe, you know, just leave it be for a while and get used to it first. So that's the breathing exercise. Then the third part is the mindset, the third pillar. Whereas the cold and the breathing pillars are more hands-on, you really know what to do. The mindset part is a bit more, you know, you just have to be dedicated. It's about the mindset. Okay. They all go hand in hand. You know, if you do the breathing exercises, one of the things the breathing exercise also does is your pain receptors are not picking up as much pain. So you're able to do the cold better. And the cold changes, so breathing changes your biochemistry. The cold changes your cardiovascularity, which I can explain as well. And the mindset comes from that then because you're able to go into stress willingly. The stress could be physical, could be emotional, whatever. And you're able to just be and focus on your body and realize, I don't, I don't have to worry. Like I'm, I'm in control. My body is, is okay. And then your heart rate goes down. Your mindset changes to that. You're able to be more resilient. So it's all connected. One could say. Yes. It just reminds me of like when you say the mindset is uh, the di most difficult one. It's like with other stuff in life too. Mm -hmm. Like you, hands-on stuff you can do. You see the output. You see the input. The other way around, of course. And, and you just know what you do. Whereas with the mindset, you are easily distracted. Mm -hmm. um, there's fear involved sometimes, insecurities, and that can distract you from your actual purpose mm -hmm. or your goal. That's true. So he advocates in that chapter, in the mindset chapter, just like you said, to be dedicated to the method and just do it, you know, mm -hmm. and try to not be distracted. And if you get distracted, that's okay. Just stay on the path. You might not feel like taking a cold shower once, you know, you might not feel like doing the breathing exercise, but still try to do it. And of course, if you're already sick, maybe don't do the cold showers. But why do the cold showers work? Why does the ice bath work? Maybe to explain that a bit for, because I think people yeah, might be interested. Yeah, and also your experience, yeah. because you did it. Yeah. So first how it works, the science mm -hmm. behind it, and then maybe our both experiences, right? Yeah. Um. So... The science behind the ice baths is essentially our cardiovascular system, um, which how I understand it, sorry if I get anything wrong, I'm not a me medical student, but the <laughs> cardiovascular system is essentially the bloodstreams, the arteries and veins in our body. 
and how well they function have devolved in a way or maybe evolved in a, in a modern in our modern society in a certain way that doesn't protect us from extreme temperatures so basically we're used to our ovens yeah we're very heaters. comfortable <laughs> yeah so we dress in clothes every day that mm -hmm. pack our whole body and when we're a little bit chilly we get another jacket and another blanket and we're not trying to motivate you to go fully naked on no. the street <laughs> no no please don't do that <laughs> but it's just a thing you know we're, we live in modern society and we have clothes and that's okay that's a th there's purpose to that Civilization, and yeah, yeah. And fashion etc that's all good i'm not saying that's bad i'm sure women doesn't say it's bad but nonetheless it taught our body that or our cardiovascular system and that's real that we don't have to have a responsive system to extreme temperatures because we are not exposed to them so in other words just like when you train a muscle when i'm doing push-ups my push-up muscles the one i use to do push-ups which is many muscle many muscles in collaboration like together they get stronger and that's how hypertrophy works which is muscle growth if i use my muscles more my muscle will grow Right? It's the same with the ice baths. If you go in an ice bath or a cold shower, your body realizes it needs to adapt because otherwise this is very uncomfortable. So how does it adapt? The cardiovascular system is like tiny muscles along the arteries and veins and stuff that contract, basically closing and opening the bloodstreams. Ideally, when you're in extreme cold, your cardiovascular system contracts so that your warmth, the blood, mostly stays in the center of your body and your hands and your feet get cold first, right? Because oh uh, yeah, that's you need, what I experience yeah. a lot. Because if you get cold hands and feet when you're extreme cold, that doesn't really bother you. If you get cold organs, like your core gets cold, and your your life supporting organs are under uh, cooled, that's really dangerous. So obviously, ideally, the warmth should stay in your center of your body with all the organs, right? But that's not really what happens. What happens? naturally i from my own experience when i do a cold shower when i went to do ice bath is my muscles start to contract right like i feel like I'm, I'm shivering because my body wants to be warm but also my cardiovascular system doesn't know what to do it's like contracting all the time and the more you do it you teach cardiovascular system to close up so your warmth stays within the center of your body so you don't lose core body temperature it sounds like a bunch of hooey but it's a, it's, a, it's a scientific explanation behind it as far as I understand it. And it's scientifically proven. Again, you can look this up. It's not, uh, you know, there's science to back it, which is really interesting. Why is that beneficial? It's helpful because your bloodstream gets um, adapted better to cold. So when it's cold outside, you don't as easily shiver. You don't as easily have to put on clothes, etc. cetera, uh, extra clothes. And you'll be able to survive a bit better in the cold, which also helps with, you know, again, it goes hand in hand with the breathing. Breathing changes biochemistry, you're not getting sick as much because anti-inflammatory response with the cold, you can uh, expose yourself to cold a bit more because of the cardiovascular response. So you're less sick at the end of the day. So our body produces antibodies. I really don't know the medical terms. When you get sick, those antibodies protect you and fight off the, the virus, right? That's and, when and, it's a virus, yes. Yeah, and, and that's kind of necessary, like that yes. the body is able to protect itself. But now when you say one never gets sick, how do we then produce those antibodies that are vital, you know, in case when well, we get sick? Again, I'm not a doctor. No, no I know, but it, yeah. it's just a thought running through yeah, yeah, my head. Yeah, I know. I'm not a doctor, but I think that 
Another thing to consider is that Wim Hof never says that modern medicine is bad entirely. Mm -hmm. You know, there is some ifs and buts, but I am happy to be able to get the medical treatment that I need if I have a certain condition, right? Yeah. I'm okay with that. But if I can prevent it to a certain degree, I'm double okay with that. If I don't have to take medicine, yeah, I'm very way. okay with that. There's tons of testimonies in this book from people with different diseases. They're symptom-free. They might still get the disease. They might still have it, but they can live a better life. One of them is a Dutch uh, smith, and it's a family business. So it means a lot to him, and he's quite... Uh, he's a senior. He's like 50, 60 years old, something like that. And it's physical labor. Yeah, and he had arthritis. With arthritis, he wouldn't be able to do his job anymore. He went to Wim Hof because he had heard about him. Wim Hof told him, well, today you're going to do 40 push-ups. The guy couldn't even do one. That's pillar number three, you know, the mindset. You have to mm -hmm. be dedicated. You have to want it. You have to be positive. That affects how we, our biochemistry is, how we approach yeah, everyone things. everyone says that it was so difficult. It is. Did the breathing exercise and during the breath hold, Wim said, okay, hold your breath, get up and do push-ups. And the guy did 40 push-ups. While holding his breath. Yes. Now I... another question comes up in my head. Like, we're mm. supposed to breathe in and out while we mm -hmm. do, like, a, when you do a push-up, you push and you breathe out when you push up, right? Yeah. So how, you can't imagine not breathing the push-up. I did it. Oh. This is not recommended <laughs> again, because when you hold the breath, you might go into hypoxia. But I know my body quite well. I falling on I have fallen unconscious before in my life, not because of the Wim Hof exercise, but I have <laughs> fallen unconscious. Yeah. And so I know what it feels like. So if it were to happen, I would know, okay, I need to breathe in. So there was no danger in my perception. Maybe don't try this, but uh, maybe with somebody around. I, I, I tried it and I, I was able to just do 20 push-ups like that before I had to breathe. And I'm able to do 20 push-ups normally as well. The interesting thing is I did them quite fast and I didn't feel any, nothing in my arms, not, no exhaustion at all in my muscles. That's quite interesting. My theory is that because the oxygen travels faster through the bloodstream, mm -hmm. when you do an exercise, your muscles need oxygen. My muscles fatigue faster if I have a lack of oxygen in the muscle because there's carbon dioxide decrease and oxygen level increase. And they go, it goes faster to the muscle. That's why I didn't feel any fatigue. The guy who said the same thing in the book, he didn't even feel fatigued after 40 push-ups. So technically, let's say if you're really fit and whatever, and you you should do this breathing ex exercise before your regular exercise, and you would train there better is, and faster yeah. and become more buff yeah. or whatever your goal is. Well, exactly. So essentially, just do the breathing exercise in the morning like regular, and you get the benefits throughout the day. And there... Again, this is just a basic breathing exercise. If you're really interested, please buy this book. There's a lot of breathing exercises in here. There's breathing exercise for pain regulation, for mood regulation. I've tried them both. They work. There's breathing exercise for performance, like you've just said, for physical performance that you can do before you do cardio. Is that something I would do? I think it's something for people that really are like athletes, maybe, because it seems quite intense, the breathing exercise. There's breathing exercise or meditation exercises, so... If you want to get to know more in specific, please buy the book. That's just really good stuff. Quick note, we're not being sponsored. This is no. really just because we're... It's just really good. Because Nick is interested in it. Yeah, and you are too. Yeah. Another person talked about, do just go quickly. Another person has beat cancer into remission. 
which means she's symptom free, but she still has cancer cells. But, you know, or I think that's what it means. But remission means they're not cured, but they can live without symptoms and they don't have to go into chemotherapy or something like so, that. So the cancer is not developing. Yes. It, it's kind of stagnating. Yeah, in remission, mm -hmm. yes. Another person had multi multiple sclerosis, MS, no symptoms. I'm just thinking if a lot more people would try this, mm -hmm. a lot more people would be conscious about the benefits of this breathing method because I think there's still a lot of people out there that think this is a bunch of hooey. There's a video in the description about the breathing technique where he explains how it works. And then there's a video in the description where you follow the breathing technique. So please try both. Just, you know, just try it. What do you have to lose? Nothing. And try to get into it. I hope that people are open like that because, you know, we just don't know what's possible with our bodies. We really don't know. I mean, if and you consider there, there were civilizations like centuries ago and mm -hmm. they managed to outlive the ravages of time and they came up with those methods that stuck until now somebody <laughs> that then taught it somebody yeah you know there is stuff out there and back then there weren't any med pharmaceutical companies that yes. sold meds but we still needed to take care of ourselves i think it's just we need to be positive and this is really big you know it's getting really big the wim hof method a lot of people are tuning into it and it's not getting big because of money it's getting big because people realize it helps you could just try it mm -hmm. and I didn't spend any money on this except buying the book and that was quite cheap. I was just going to say like if you accumulate the costs for the workshop and the book and the the positive yeah. effects that you have from like you know it, that's worth the money and yeah, you pay, pay once that than medication. Yeah, exactly. You pay once and you get a lot yeah. of benefits. You just like as you said be dedicated to it and that's mm. a really difficult thing to Speaking about money, there's also testimony of a man from Sweden in the book who has bipolar disease mm -hmm. and he didn't yeah, know... That's a mental disease. Yeah, mental illness and he didn't know what to do, else to do and he tried the Wim Hof method and after like going to Wim Hof personally and doing like training under him, he uh, went to him on his knees and crying and thanking him because he's able to live his life now and steadily decreasing his medication together with his psychologist and psychotherapist to make sure that he doesn't need to take all the medication. And I think that's also a good point mentioning medication um, when talking about mental illnesses because even there I think pharmaceutical companies oh yeah trick people into getting addicted to to taking them longer. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just the, the wrong kind of thinking. It's really good if you have something severe and you need that type of medication. Of course. But, and I think everybody is happy to, to have it then. But if it's something you could prevent, wouldn't you want to prevent it? Obviously, yeah. Wouldn't you want an easy... Uh, it's really easy. It's not even difficult. This only has to do with your mindset. Again, mm -hmm. that's the third pillar. You know, just have to dedicate yourself and just say, hey, what's a breathing exercise in the morning in a cold shower a day? Yeah, it's but nothing. that's it. Getting into the habit, that's another Yeah, but thing. you can start slow. You can yeah. do 10 seconds, your legs, only cold shower. Make like, print out your calendar and yeah. then cross out the days where you did it. And don't be hard and on I really, yourself. And I really recommend if you really want to try like full on, just look online for a instructor mm -hmm. and do a workshop. That's the easiest way, the quickest way to learn. You just pay a bit more than just by reading the book and trying it yourself. But that guy or that you go directly yeah and they're directly trained by whim yeah. you know like it's it's directly from the guy and it's 
and you learn everything you ask all the questions you want about science about the science behind it they're all trained in the knowledge they can tell you exactly i just think that it's also it also talks about depression and things like that things that we've all battled with i dare say right in life it's really good for that too like the ice bath as well as cold showers and breathing exercise the whole method is is basically a method of prevention of disease you know an illness and how is that not a good thing why aren't more mm -hmm. people tuning into this and um there are and yeah like i said it's just important to note this is scientifically proven there's science behind it for all the skeptics and one of the things you can never deny like i said is the truth of nature right if you are a scientific person if you are a skeptic it might help to know their science it might help to read those papers but you know at the end of the day it doesn't help you when you get in the damn ice bath because then you cannot think you, you will not paper with you no but i'm just saying like <laughs> your body like we just think too much man and feel not enough we need to feel more and think less that brings me to a perfect segue to ask mm -hmm. you about your experience like you, you've talked about it already a lot but what i want to know now is after doing the workshop how do you maintain the practice the breathing practice and how do you incorporate it in mm -hmm. your everyday life i didn't really do it i have to be honest you know I, i was even skeptic after the workshop a bit and i didn't really go into it directly but then came a time in june may or june where i was like why don't i try to like i did the workshop what did i do it for you know why don't i try to incorporate yeah. it so I just looked at the sheets and the PDF and and, there, and all the information. It basically said, you know, start with cold showers after you warm showers. Do 10 to 15 seconds on your legs if it's too cold or your whole body for a week or two. And then increase the time up to maximum two minutes. That's also important if you do cold showers or ice baths specifically, maximum two minutes. You can do more. Wim Hof does more. But scientifically, after two minutes... Uh, you know it's maybe not so healthy anymore depending on your body and if you're not used to it you might not get any benefits after two minutes anyways so two minutes is really the maximum i would do and then the breathing as well i was like when exactly do i do it and it said well in the morning before you eat because there's reasons i think when you're doing the breathing exercises you are incorporate or you're engaging your sympathetic nervous system um and when you're eating because of your digestion you're engaging your parasympathetic nervous system i don't quite understand what that means but that's just the reason why get more benefits before you're eating when you're sober basically when there's no it makes sense food. because you're like you feel lighter you feel better yeah. like no no weight is mm -hmm. in and on your body yeah so that's how i that's how i started i just did it um first i didn't do it every day the breathing first i did it like twice or three times a week just to see what it feels like and that's when i already started to figure out some things you know without thinking but with mm -hmm. feeling during the exercise after the exercise i felt what is right for me what the amount of time holding my breath is correct you know for me that's it that's different for everyone is three rounds too much and then first i only did two rounds of the breathing exercises the cycle um and then i did three and now I'm at three and I try to do it every day and I'm doing it every day. Um, last week I did it once not, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to do it every day. That's quite impressive already, like uh, to stick to your habit. Yeah. I think it takes 21 days or 25 to yeah. really make it a habit. And you know, it's so short. Three rounds of prevention is like 10 minutes. 
in your mind, you realize when you do these exercises, you feel things that you maybe can't explain on a scientific level, but it doesn't really help you, you know, like you just have to let yourself go and let the method do its thing and, and try to feel your body. Because how many people nowadays really know their body well? on the on the interoceptive level how yeah, i don't think you know? i don't think many yeah. because we get distracted a lot we don't yes. care about it well safe to say i'm already i was sold already from the beginning yeah. because it's it's a really yeah. curious thing and i want to know more about it i mean i've been doing the breathing exercises because mm. you showed me and i'm i'm not as strict with myself because you know in the morning i just i wake up and i, I didn't immediately leave for work because you know trains and stuff mm. But on the weekends when I have time to do it, I do it and I realize that there is a benefit to it. Like I feel that there's a benefit to it. And yeah, just try try to keep it up as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, definitely want to know more about it. Yeah. So it's on my TBR. Yeah. <laughs> you already mentioned a lot of likes and dislikes, but mm-hmm. maybe you can add one or two that you might have forgotten. Not yeah. not forgotten, but <laughs> but yeah. that you would still like to, to mention. Mm-hmm. I really like the book because it gives direct access to breathing exercises, meditations, and other exercises to try out directly. So you can, you know, uh, put a post-it in there or whatever, highlight it, and you know exactly where it is. You try it out for yourself and see what it does. So that's one big like for me. There's not just the general breathing exercises. A lot of breathing exercises. Another thing is I really like its accessibility. It's very easy to understand. There's a lot of scientific terms. If you don't understand something, most things are explained in very easy terms. Um, if not, there's a glossary where you can look stuff up. What does uh, oh, perfect. anti-inflammatory response mean or something like that? Look it up in the back. Oh, okay, I guess that's what it means. Anti-heat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it has also a great overview of the three pillars of the method in uh, on a double page after the first five chapters. Um, where he explains all the three pillars and then it's like three pillars at a glance and you can see it's like a cheat sheet for yourself so overall a red thread is yeah. there mm-hmm. and the last but not least it deepens the understanding of the method and its effects um, and benefits for the user for dislikes i don't really have any but i still wanted to be able to think of one so it's not a big thing but some of the information i feel like could have been distilled down a bit better to make it even more accessible and narrow the content down Mm -hmm. there's a lot of repetition i understand why that is the case and somehow i like it that way but i understand that some people might not and that's why i put it there so you might read something that he uses as an example and then he says this is why the method is great five chapters later same thing but in a different way because it it ties to another thing I think with, with like I I will name this now medical thing and and you know um, exercise and stuff. It's good to men- repeat yourself so mm-hmm. people come across it many times and then remind themselves or like like tattoo it into their brain so they mm-hmm. really don't forget. Yeah, so that that's a good point actually. Mm-hmm. Well, well said. I thank agree. you. You're right. That's actually how I feel about it. I thought, and then I couldn't put in words. So thank you. Well, that's great. So who do you think the book is for? So if by now you don't want to read the book or get into the method um, or you're unsure, I think this book and the information or just the information it holds, if you don't want to read it, is for people that seek an alternative way to heal 
and recover from physical and mental illnesses and or diseases. It's not guaranteed that you'll recover fully. It's not guaranteed that, you know, you'll be symptom free, but it's definitely going to have positive benefits for your life. Um, so anyone who's seeking that, you know, you have nothing to lose. At least just try it. Um, then I think it's also for people that attended a workshop already and are still skeptical and or want to seek a bit more information to understand the method on a deeper level and the man behind it. People interested in the man himself, Wim Hof, and or his method and know nothing about it except what they heard on this podcast. In a nutshell, if you are safe to try it, meaning if you don't have any of the aforementioned illnesses or diseases, just try it out and see how it makes you feel. Perfect. Now, there's a call to action as well. Spread yes. the word. Maybe there's someone that finds this beneficial for their situation. And let us know in the comment section on Instagram, like under the post or via email, like whatever suits you, if you tried this, how you liked it and what you felt. We would be very curious to know more about your emotions or the emotions that you felt yes, or please. lived through. Yeah, give us your uh, experience with mm -hmm. it if you if you care. Um, love to talk with people and share a bit more personal experiences as well outside of the podcast. That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the Wim Hof Method by Wim Hof. Stay up to date and join the community on Instagram at Readers Table. If you want to support us and are looking for exclusive content, use our Patreon link in the description. Thank you very much for listening.